Welcome to IB Talk, the insurance industry's leading podcast, brought to you by Insurance Business. Welcome back to IB Talk. I'm Jim Frost, Insurance Business Editor. Today I'm joined by Billy Worthington, Shippers Interest Vice President at Falvey Group. We'll be delving into a fork in the road for the supply chain. Billy, welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me, Jen. Thanks, Billy. And we're talking about the supply chain today. So why is this such an important talking point right now? So I think it's well documented on, you know, what what the the challenges of this global supply chain and really how the pandemic did not help things there. And, you know, it's really, you know, there's multiple issues, you know, multiple things there that are causing some stress in the supply chain. But, you know, one is definitely the buying habits that happened on the consumer level during the pandemic and what what the impact on the the supply chain management and how how that is affecting things. Okay, okay. So following on from the pandemic, how have these consumer buying trends shifted? Yeah, so in the pandemic, there was certainly a rise on the e-commerce and the consumer buying habits online. And, you know, we haven't really seen a shift from that. Since the pandemic, you know, that those levels are pretty much uh, staying leveled there. So a consumer now is more likely to buy online than go to a store. Or if they go to a store to buy uh, something, they already kind of pre-ordered it and just go to the store to pick it up. So that's how, you know, especially in the U.S., that is how we are seeing, um, you know, the buying habits, you know, stay. So now the supply chain has to adapt to um, to meet these demands from the consumers. So what does this mean for clients then, if they're really kind of having to adapt to meet demands? Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing is that now a consumer expects their goods, you know, within two days. And, you know, that, that does have a lot of challenges of where you locate, uh, where you have your your goods warehouse and strategic areas to make sure that you can deliver these goods in two days and meet buyer expectations. Okay, okay. And what are the trends that are really affecting client service levels at the moment? So I think on the, you know, on the management side of things, we're definitely seeing a capacity issue. So the asset side of the the supply chain are having troubles keeping up with the demand that the the consumer are are showing so this is causing you know a lot of cost increase and a lot of um you know overworked trucking uh you know truck drivers and dock workers and everyone in that space because they have to stay up and maintain these demands from the customers wow so sounds like there's a bundle of challenges there how can clients look to really sort of mitigate this pressure that's where the that's where logistics service providers have really come to the forefront to really manage these this demand and really help provide opportunities for businesses to keep up with the the new buying habits. Are these businesses sort of new players in the space, Billy? They're not necessarily new players. The you know the freight forwarding side of things have definitely been in the uh, in the marketplace for a while, and you know they they are. They sit between the shipper and the and the carrier and the, the asset side of things to help you know help manage these uh, supply chain. 
However, what is happening is that the logistics service providers are now in a um, in a position to where they can adopt new technologies and efficiencies to help manage that supply chain and provide these cost savings. So, really, what um, there there's a lot of uh, a lot of investment going into these firms to develop out technologies and processes to uh, to create real cost savings to not only the the shippers but also the uh the buyers in the supply chain and what impact are these third party firms really having on the segment in terms of risk profile perhaps you know for themselves and the businesses they're working with yeah so taking on you know taking on a lot of these contracts and this management has definitely changed and put more risk onto these dpls traditionally the risk would strictly be between the shipper and the, the asset side, the carrier of the goods. And now you're starting to see that, you know, the, the third party is becoming uh, privy to, to this risk profile. Uh, we're seeing it, you know, on the liability side where they're, be, they're getting called into nuclear verdicts on, you know, automobile accidents and liability on that side of things when the, when the trucker is, uh, you know, transporting the goods and then we're also seeing the shippers come to them for uh loss and damage that is occurring during transit so the three pls and these logistics service providers are definitely starting to take on more risk so now they have to figure out ways to mitigate that risk thanks billy so it sounds like the sector is really undergoing a period of change what do all these challenges and trends mean in terms of insurance needs? Yeah, so I think there there's a couple of things here. I, I think the logistics service providers really have to look at their risk profile and see every aspect of freight servicing that they're in and see if they're properly covered in, in all of these aspects and you know really look at where where they're vulnerable for loss. And then on the on the shipper side, you know they're 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 managing you know more freight, which is also on the on the capacity side of things. Uh, you know the the carriers are are handling freight more because there's such more uh, there's such more demand. So this is causing more loss on the on the freight side as well. So uh, the the shippers are looking to the three PLs to also help them with a solution to manage their loss in transit that naturally occurs throughout the supply chain. And with this enhanced kind of demand, I guess a natural follow-on is how well is the insurance market performing for clients today? So I think on, on the liability side and for the 3PL as a corporate structure, th those products are definitely there and they've been there helping to protect their loss in, in, in this you know, value chain and this supply chain. The the items that are now starting to come up is that the customers of the 3PLs are looking for opportunities to help mitigate their risk as well. So there's that's where this shipper's interest product is coming in to where um, the, the 3PL is able to provide value add to their customers to be able to purchase cargo insurance on a per shipment basis. So they're, they're allowing these small businesses to really to really manage their loss and get policies and protection for for their own supply chain so that when they're you know when they're 
their normal course of business, they're not losing out, you know, the the cargo loss. So if an agent was coming to the market looking to get the best deal and, you know, pretty crucially, most would probably say the best cover as well for their client, what advice would you give them? What what would you tell them there? Yeah, so I think the best advice we can give is really work with your client, understand all areas that they are partaking in the supply chain. And, you know, what what are they servicing and where are their contracts with these customers and how does that affect their corporate structure? Then, you know, the the benefit of all these three PLs is that they have adapted technology and they have a wealth of information. So the best thing that the that the uh, agents can do is use this information and give it to underwriters so that everyone understands this risk better and can actually write to the individual client rather than the industry as a whole. And then it's just looking at opportunities to help mitigate risk for your your client. There are ways that you know this shipper's interest product can also come into play to allow a lot of risk transfer for the 3PL themselves. And they can use this policy as a risk transfer tool that uh, takes liability away from the corporate structure, but then also equally gives a great product to their uh, the 3PL's customer and really something that that customer needs. Sounds like data is a really critical piece of the puzzle here. It really is. And like we said, these th- these logistics service providers are investing in technology and they're adopting technology and they have fantastic technology. It it really, you know, on on the management side of the supply chain, not only does it help you source carriers and actually book freight, but it also helps you have a higher level of visibility. You know where your freight is, you know where, you know, where your inventory levels are, you know everything. It just gives you the information to make actual decisions and not that doesn't um, only benefit the actual management of the supply chain, but also manage uh, helps the risk side of the supply chain to where you can manage your risk effectively. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's it for today. So thank you very much, Billy, for joining me. Thanks, Jen. Really brilliant to hear from you, Billy. Thank you. I'm Jen Frost, insurance business editor, and that was Falvey Group's Billy Worthington. See you next time on IB Talk. Thank you for listening to this episode of IBA Talk. For more from the team at Falvey Insurance Group, visit them at falveyinsurancegroup.com. Thank you for listening to IB Talk. For the latest episodes, be sure to follow us. You can tune in on all the major listening channels. Just search for IB Talk.